What's up, y'all? Got David Scruggs part two today, and there's a lot in here for everybody. Um, so definitely listen till the end because we have how he got started making videos, which I think every inspector, no matter your experience, can uh, learn from in terms of making online content, social media content. We do a little 2022 wrap up. We talk about agent retention, which is huge right now. I think everyone needs to be thinking about different ways to retain your agents, um, especially the high volume ones, especially the ones that are going to get busy again when things pick back up. Um, and then we're going to talk about how to get your first couple inspections. So if you're a new inspector, even in your first year, it's worth hearing his take on how to get inspections. Um, and then a couple good quotes in there and a couple good business approaches that David has that I think serve him well. Um, uh, so listen, um, enjoy, and appreciate everybody for listening as always. And please share the pod if you have home inspectors in your network or a local association um, or even on social media. If you think this can help others, please share it. Um, the bigger reach we have, the more we can continue to produce content and episodes and make them better. Um, so thank you as always and um, enjoy. All right. Well, we're rolling. Thanks for jumping on again, man. These are some of my favorite episodes when we do updates and, and kind of boomerangs as we call them. Um, we are just talking about our backgrounds. We have we both have different backgrounds and uh, optimizing for light and kind of everything behind us. But how you doing, brother? <laughs> doing amazing. We're doing, we're doing really amazing. I mean, uh, obviously I, I noticed last year we were looking at the metrics from last year and this year, June, I've noticed June's a little slow in Florida and I've talked to, I got quite a few uh, real estate agents that, that, you know, I talk with quite a bit and, and uh, you know, they're like, this is, it's always like this, you know, because kids are getting out of school, people are going on vacation. So people aren't buying houses as much, um, but I have stepped up my, my, uh, my insurance inspection game um, a little bit. I, I, I want to do more, but I've stepped it up pretty well. Um, and so it helped me kind of like continue going while people weren't, doing as many moving and buying houses so but uh yeah it's it's been it's been an amazing ride i mean uh, i know the last i talked first off I, i've had at least 50 inspectors most of them brand new you know coming in coming in or haven't taken that leap yet or even not even started getting certified yet um have seen the podcasts and i've got a youtube channel now um that oh, i started and yeah, I did like three or four videos uh, last year, and then I got so swamped that I could not do anything. And then I was like, you know what? I got to pick this back up because I started getting more and more people sending me messages saying, "Hey, man, we want to update. Hey, we want to update." You know, so uh, you know, it was it was pretty cool that I started getting more people wanting updates. So I started doing the videos. It kind of gave me the the want to to do it, and so I started doing more videos. And I think I've gotten like four or five more out. And it's, you know, my videos aren't about, hey, I have, I found all these defects. Hey, you know, I, you know, I know this, I know that. Um, I've told, I've been told so many times that I'm completely different than any home inspector that most of the real estate agents have ever met. Um, and it's because I don't, I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't know near as much as the next guy, you know, but you're, you're, there's a lot more you get with me um, than just knowing it all, you know, and so it, it's, it's pretty cool because I've kind of tailored my my YouTube video to that, like the new people coming on. Hey, this is kind of how I do my inspection. It may not be like everybody else does it, but this is how I do it. Um, and the other day I had one that was about like, uh, you know, being having integrity, you know, being honest, things like that. 
Uh, so it's kind of like one of those things where I figured I'd start tailoring it towards, and listen, I'm probably not going to get a thousand, you know, views and likes because it's mainly tailored towards those new guys that are, that are thinking about making that leap because my very first video on that is you could see me in my Gatorade uniform, my, my mechanic uniform. We talked about that last time. Yep. And, and that first video is my transition from Gatorade to home inspections full time. So that video alone has gotten people calling me left and right saying, man, I want to do it. That's inspiration. And that's kind of how I'm doing it. I, I'm not in it to make the money or to get millions of views and likes. Um, it's just nice to know that it's helping some of those people, give them a little bit of courage that it, they can do it, you know? So um, that's kind of how, how it is. But so I've started that back into that, you know, um, I've uh, so last year total, from February what, what, to November. Can we can we pause What's on that? the video creation first? I want to dig into that before we move on because yes, sir, go ahead. Because yeah. it it's underutilized in our industry. Most inspectors don't take the advice to hey create content. You know, it doesn't matter what it's about. Create content. What got you over the hump to hitting record or play? And then I want also want to know kind of what your like software stack is, like what you're using to do your videos with what you're recording them with editing things like that but what got you over that confidence hump to start um well i the, the <clears throat> confidence hump was one of those things where it's like i think this would be something to great to document my transition from because i watched when i first started thinking about getting a home inspection i watched so many videos i'm gonna i'm gonna throw one out there a action out of texas chris um, I watched every single one of his videos. I binge watched him, and we talked about this. I binge watched him when I had COVID, um, mm -hmm. right before I got certified. And so it, his his videos are so awesome, gave so much insight. It really helped me really want to get into the business, but it it didn't give me the confidence because it, he never really showed like you know what he transitioned from or what he did. So I had to take that leap of faith myself. So when I was starting to take that leap of faith, I had already you know, uh, been doing the inspections for five months, uh, part-time while I was still working full-time at Gatorade. And so I was like, if I can document this transition, maybe this could help new guys when they're coming on, uh, or wanting to make that leap, maybe to give them that confidence that I wish that somebody would have gave me through something like a YouTube, you know, right. um, because I looked for it. And I didn't see it. All I seen was guys that's been in it forever. They, they find all these defects here. Here's what we find. You know, this is what we do every day. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to do it. But, I, you know, kind of I wasn't sure about it. And so I wanted to put it out there that, hey, you can take this leap of faith. And, you know, as long as you have all your ducks in a row, it's going to work out. So that's kind of what I what I wanted. Um, and then I also made a video of the day in the life of a home inspector, which I did. A, I, I scheduled very light that day. I did, I think, two or three inspections and I showed a little bit of them. And then I went and had a meeting with a realtor. Um, for lunch and I talked with him so that all that stuff's on the video kind of like a day in the life of so if people can get pumped or this is what you can do as a home inspector so the what what made me take that leap is wanting to document that transition we'll link to the video so did you hire someone to follow you around with a camera or did you just kind of no, hold it yourself and kind of just me uh, I went I bought a GoPro uh, the newer GoPro I forgot what number it is but I bought a newer GoPro and I got one of those little stick things and it's just me on a stick and I put a mount on the, on the front of my truck, on the dashboard of my truck. So, so that way when I'm talking in the truck, I can just mount it up there. And, you know, when I'm walking around showing things or whatever, I, I got it in my hand 
Um, so it's just me. I, I didn't hire anybody. Um, I mean, at the time, I really couldn't afford to hire anybody. It was just, you know, I'm, I'm transitioning this new job and, and me and the wife weren't really sure if this was something was going to work out. You know, um, like I said, we're, we're faith driven people. We're Christian people. Um, I knew it was going to work out, but sometimes the good Lord likes to likes to drag you through the little mud before he gives you the gold at the end of the rainbow, you know. Um, and so that's kind of what I was expecting. And it really didn't do that. Um, but either way, we were trying to be conscious. Of, so I didn't have to hire anybody. I just did it myself. So. Right on. So what, yeah, what other softwares or tools, you know, did you discover or learn to use? Or, you know, was that all, have you have a background in kind of like any video creation or editing? No, I sure don't. Um, the only thing I have a background in is Paint Shop Pro. I used to do this racing game online called iRacing. And I used to I used to create my own uh, uh, my own decals and stuff on my race car because mm -hmm. I didn't like what else was out there. So that's the only thing I learned how to do. So a lot of our posts on uh, Facebook and Instagram that my my wife does, um, I'll create it on on Paint Shop Pro, and obviously I'll send it to her, and she does all the rest of the stuff like the hashtags stuff. I don't understand. Um, I'm not what you would call a real techie guy. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't grow up that way. Um, but I still understand it, you know, cause I am a mechanic by trade. Um, and, uh, it's kind of one of those things where I do Da Vinci, uh, the Da Vinci, uh, resolve 18. That's how I edit the uh, videos okay. and I don't do too much editing. You could tell when you watch the videos that this is a amateur editor person, um, but to be honest with you, I'm not trying to be, I'm learning as I go, but I'm not trying to be a professional. I'm not doing YouTube to be a professional YouTuber. I'm just doing it to get some, um, some inspiration out there. And the video I chose or the uh, song I chose for the intro and the song I chose for the outro is all based on a little bit of inspiration feeling in your heart when you're watching it. So, um, you know, so that's kind of what I, what I've, that, that's the whole reason I created it. So. That's great. I mean, and that's the thing. I think most, the one thing most inspectors can take from this is no one's, it doesn't need to be perfect. No one's expecting perfect. And the best content creators start off just hitting play and record and um, figuring it out as you go and make it, you know, make it half a percent or 1% better each time. But I, I applaud you for just, you know, getting out there and putting your face out there and kind of giving back in a way too. I think like, you know, putting out content that you wish you had when you were coming up. I think that's some of the best content that's out there. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish I had more time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my only thing. I, I, if I, if I had a little more time to do it, it, it would be, I would be able to do, it's not, it, it wouldn't like look better or anything. It would just be more, I can give you more information, you know? So um, and then I had like a crash. I had a bunch of videos that I did back in like November, December that I had that for some reason, my SD card just wiped itself. And, and I had, I had stopped doing the editing at that point anyways, cause I got a little bit busy and I couldn't do it, but I was trying to pull those videos back up to kind of like do like an old video dump and I couldn't find them anymore. So I guess it wiped itself, but you know, either way it's, it's, uh, like I said, it's just more about, you know, inspiring people. That's what I, I really like doing. Yeah. You could put, you could do a Phil dancer and do content at, as you're doing each job, like he'll often film videos at like new build houses and as he's walking up and he'll kind of incorporate the two, which I think is a cool, cool deal. So speaking at the end of last year, you know, we, last time we chatted, 
I think you said October, November, right? So you were coming into the year. How did the year finish up for you last year? You know, did you do year end numbers and kind of wrap and kind of like reflect on the year you had? Uh, yes. I mean, that's, it's, you know, this is all about, to, to me, like as far as making money from my family, it's all about the numbers and I, I've got to make sure that they're there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a former baseball player as well. So, you know, numbers are always a thing to me. Um, but yeah, I ended up with 255 inspections last year. Nice. Um, when we, when we had talked, I think I was somewhere in 120 something, somewhere around there. Um, and that was, that's just from March of last year to December, 255 inspections. Um, and you know, I, I've had these people on comment on some of the YouTube videos that I've done saying, you know, you guys in Florida, you have, you haven't made, cause you, you can get your numbers up by all these wind mitigation and four point inspections and stuff like that. But you know what? You still have to compete with all the other I'm going to tell you right now, I, I believe there's probably more home inspectors in Florida per capita than any other state in the United States. So just to be able to have those numbers that high, regardless of what kind of inspection you're doing, you're still bringing, putting food on your family's table. You're still, you know, bringing the money home. You're still meeting new people. Um, and so it's, it's one of those things where it's, I just look at it as a whole, you know, whether you're doing an entrance inspection or you do, you're buying a home, to me, it's still an inspection. Because it's still an inspection that another home inspector didn't get, and I right. did. So it's the same thing if you're in Montana and all you get is regular home inspections, whether you get it or the next guy gets, it's numbers. And so, uh, but yeah, 255 was, I, well, I was not expecting that. That was pretty awesome. Um, and I had, like I said, we had talked last time, I had 97 before I even started doing it full time. You know, so, um, and you know, then I did another, what's that, 158 more uh, from from August to December. Um, you know, uh, October, November, I think I was somewhere in the mid forties on how many inspections I had. So it just kept growing, Kevin, just kept growing it. And I didn't do anything different than, than just, you know, and we're going to talk about client retention or customer or right. agent retention on this, because I would like to give a little bit of help to some of those people out there on how to retain your agents. Um, but it, I didn't do anything different. I was just me just who I am. And, and, and the, the, the word got out there. I just kept getting people calling me saying, you know, Hey, I'm Jim. And, you know, I was referred to you by this person. I'm not putting any ads out there, Kevin, no ads, no, nothing. I am on Google, you know, um, which I have like 178 five-star reviews. Now we're at Beautiful. 114 from March until December. And then I've gotten to 178 now. Um, so it's, it's been, it's an amazing ride. Um, you know, uh, because of those insurance inspections, we're going to move into 2023. And uh, I think it was March, I did 73 inspections. Um, so about a little, about running around half of those were insurance inspections and the other half were full home inspections. But even if I didn't have the insurance inspections, that would have been like 30 some inspections. That's an inspection a day. Um, and that's kind of where my goal was to have an inspection a day at the very beginning. And I'm, I'm way past that. Um, and we were just calculating the wife and I, we're at 350 inspections already this year. And we're halfway through the year. My goal was to double last year's production and I'm already way past that. So, um, and, and again, not do anything different. I'm going to give, give everybody some tips on how to retain the people you have the clients you have or the agents you have, but I'm not doing anything different. I'm just going out there and doing what, you know, you should be doing as a home inspector. So. 
Yeah. So we'll, we'll dive into these tips here in a second. How, so this year, the slowdown, the rise in interest rates hasn't impacted you a ton. It sounds like, um, is that a regional thing or is it kind of, or have you seen a little bit of a downtick? Cause I think a lot of markets are seeing a little less volume, but the great inspectors are still busy is what I'm hearing. Correct. So, um, and I'm not going to say I'm a great inspector. Um, everything happens for a reason. Um, and so, I believe that I was put in certain situations, certain places for a reason, and I've met certain people. Um, and that's kind of, it, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but the agents that I have, they know how to sell homes. It's not always about, you know, the home inspector being the best home inspector out there or whatever it may be, or putting all the Google ads out there. It's, it's a lot about the agents you have, because if the agents you have don't know how to deal with a market that's slow, then you're going to be slow. Um, and I have quite a few agents um, that are really good at what they do. And it's kind of funny how I ran into some of these. You know, one of them, I just did went and did a lunch and learn at a realty that I just asked him. And he's like, yeah, you can come do a lunch and learn. And he actually ended up leaving that office, that broker office, and went somewhere else. But he started using me. And this guy is—he's a producer. Um, and uh, and then I met another lady, Alignable. I think I talked about this one last time. She's my highest producing agent. Um, she she was somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight inspections for me a, a month. Um, she wow. slowed down a little bit. Yeah, she slowed down a little bit, but she's still producing. Um, and then what's what's the other one? Um, I mean, I have a few more, but either way, they know how to talk. Oh, Wheatley Realty in Claremont. Um, every one of their agents use me. Um, Matt himself, they know what they're doing. And so in this time where it's slowed down as far as the home buying stuff and the home selling, they're still getting clients because they know what they do and their their name's out there. So for me to run into them all of a sudden, the right time, you know, um was was a blessing because now that's a that's a constant thing for me uh because if you had an agent that just didn't know how what they were doing like right now you know they've opened up that hometown heroes program to every first time home buyer you don't have to be like military you don't have to be police or anything like that it's any first time home buyer that qualifies um so these people you know these agents know what they're doing they're like that's what they're marketing you know and the ones that are slow i can tell you know, that use me all the time that are slow because they're not really marketing properly, you know? So, um, but what I've done is I've started hitting the insurance companies a lot more because in Florida, Florida is a different state, right? So in Florida, you can have a slowdown in the, in the home buying going on, you know, uh, purchasing, but people are always going to need insurance inspections, always. So if I can continue growing that side of my business, which I've done a pretty good job of, it's going to keep me busy when homes aren't selling or buying or people aren't buying, it's going to keep me going until that picks back up again. So that that's how a lot of, I have seen a lot of home inspectors go under here recently. And it's because all they care about is that $500 home inspection for somebody buying a home. They're not thinking about, hey, there's other parts of this business. Um, you know, and I mean, I've got some things that I'm going to announce, um, you know, I, I've, I've purchased some gear to do mold testing. Nice. Um, so I can do mold sampling, air quality testing, things like that. I'm wanting to expand my business. 
I, I feel like I've already done a really good job of getting a lot of agents that use me exclusively. They, I'm not in their top three. They call me. They don't even give their clients a chance. Call me and they say schedule. I just had one like an hour ago. He just texted me say, hey, can you schedule this inspection for me? They don't, they don't I mean, that's it. The only time I meet the clients when I get to the inspection, you know? Um, so that's, that's kind of a cool thing that I have those people that trust me so much that they just say, hey, schedule this. Um, and they've talked me up so much to their client that their client don't care about the price. They're like, yeah, let's get it done, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, I'm wanting to grow other ends of my business. So getting more insurance companies out there that, to use me, uh, doing the mold testing stuff, getting the gear, um, you know, just expanding different sections. Um, I, I've, I've, I've stepped my game up as far as well inspections. I actually have a company out of Orlando that does my, my water quality for me. I take the samples. They send me this cooler with ice packs and I go out and I do the sample and I put it all back in there and I overnight it to them. They give me the overnight slip and everything. I don't pay for anything other than just the box. And, and, you know, then of course I charge the client for, you know, that, you know, whatever. Um, so now I don't have to worry about, Hey, did this turn out not so good with this testing kit? Cause it's a professional lab, you know? So it's just, I'm, I'm just, I know I'm all over the place, but it's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to open my, my eyes to other things because you never know when the homes are going to slow down, when the buying is going to slow down. Yeah. Expansion revenue, other, other revenue streams, it's clear playbook for this year. And it's, it's awesome that you're, that you're doing it. Um, so let's get into some of the agent retention stuff, because this is a year where no, no matter which market you're in, it's, it is about retaining the agents that you've worked with before. And like you said, sticking with the producers, because um, say we do hit a slowdown, say we do fall into a recession, whatever you want to call it, those relationships are going to matter. So yeah, tell me a little bit about how you even think about agent retention, and then we can get into some like strategies and, and tactics as well. Yeah. So my number one thing, it, you know, well, my number one thing, the first thing you got to do is you got to build that trust. And that, that's, everybody knows that. Okay. You got, you got to build that foundation. Um, I've seen and heard from agents from what other home inspectors have done is they, they try to be like friendly, like best friends with them right away. And agents just don't work that way. And, and, um, you know, I, I kind of, I guess it's just my personality. I just kind of say, Hey, you give me that chance. And I think I said this last time, you give me one chance and you're going to use me from now on. I have still to this day, not lost an agent, you know, um, every single one that I've gained still uses me. Um, so it, it's, it's one of those things where I started building that trust in the very beginning and how you build that trust is do your job. You know, I hear all the time, I put somebody telling me my last call, my last, uh, inspector didn't even go in the attic or my last inspector didn't even step on the roof or my last inspector, you know, it's like, what are y'all doing? You know? And so now I'm understanding why some of these guys are charging $299 for a full home inspection right. in Florida because they're there for 30 to 45 minutes, which is another thing I've heard They're for 30 to 45 minutes. They take pictures, they leave, the report comes two days later, you know? And so it's like, what they're, they're taking these inspections away from people that actually do it the right way. Um, and, and, and putting a bad taste in people's mouth about home inspectors. And it's very aggravating. And I, and I know a couple of companies around here um, that I keep hearing over and over again from people. Um, but either way, you got to build that foundation, that trust. And uh, the, the first thing, the first inspection you get with a real estate agent, 
you know, you've got to just give them that confidence that you're going to take care of them and their client. Right. Um, and, and whenever you, and, and this seems to happen to me all the time when the agent uses me for the first time, the house is not so great. <laughs> it's like, I get there and I'm like, oh man, goodness gracious. But it's how you break the news to their client. All right. And, and this is another thing. Uh, it, don't scare their client. That's, that's going to be no, no, tip number two, we'll say, right? Mm-hmm. Don't scare their client because I get it all the time to where, you know, I had this one company called me in, this, this uh, broker company called me in to have an interview with me. It's like I interviewed with them. They're like, hey, we just want to talk to you because our last inspector, we didn't appreciate him because he was taking a picture of walls. And there was nothing wrong with the walls and saying there's cracks all over this house. And I'm like, okay, there's cracks all over every house in Florida. You know, the heat and humidity causes cracking. It's not a foundation problem. It's just a normal thing that happens in Florida. I see a home that I go do a new construction inspection on that just got done being built. There's already cracks on it. It happens in Florida. The heat and humidity tears stuff go up here. Um, and they're like, oh, well, we're using you from now on. You know, so it's like, don't scare your client. Or don't, don't scare your, your, your clients and your, your agent's clients. Um, uh, another one that I live by is go above and beyond. Um, I hear this all the time to where it's like, well, I'm only, I charge you 200 or $450 for this inspection. I'm not doing that because that's not part of this $450. You know, you never know, Kevin, who you're going to meet on a home inspection. Okay. And I have gained so many real estate agents and people that call me afterwards for insurance inspections or have their friend call me or their family member call me. Because they have said, hey, can you look at this? And they're like, no problem. I'll take a look at it. You know, I don't say, hey, oh, this is not part of a home inspection, but I'll look at it for you. I'll just <laughs> say yes. Yes. I, I'm like the, that movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Yes, man. Yes, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. You know, um, because, you know, once you're done looking at it, let's just say sprinkler system, right? That's not really part of a home inspection, right? But if you want me to look at it, I know how to work them. I'll go turn it on for you. I'll look at the sprinklers. What's it going to take me another five or 10 minutes at the inspection? You know, so it's it's going above and beyond. I think I told this story last time about a guy that couldn't, he couldn't move around. He's an older fellow and he couldn't afford, really couldn't afford the entrance inspection, blowing leaves off his roof. You know, I did that. That has got me 58 other inspections since then from an insurance agent that he was using. You know, things like that go above and beyond. Don't don't force the issue, all right? But if you see the opportunity, seize that opportunity, right? And, and don't make a big deal about it. Don't be, I'm doing this a favor for you or nothing like that. Just do it, you know? It's in my heart to do stuff like that. And that has got me so many referrals, it is ridiculous. It's like, hey, this person spoke very highly of you. I need you to come do a, a, you know, I'm buying a house, whatever. You know, I'm having a house built. Um, and I, I honestly don't remember who that person was because it's probably like 50 or 70 inspections ago. But it's good to hear somebody say, hey, this person referred to you. said, you ha- you're the guy to call, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, you have probably hundreds of home inspectors around me. And for somebody to say, you've got to call this guy. It just, it, it, it really keeps me going every day, you know, as far as the business and keep wanting to grow. Um, the other one is be willing to do an inspection anytime and any day. We have some problems around here with some inspectors that don't want to work the weekends. They don't want to work past four o'clock. Um, I'll get the call all the time and somebody will say, hey, do you have any openings? And I'll be like, well, you know, as long as the sun's not down, 
I can go there after this day because they're like, hey, we have to have it done in three days because we messed up and blah, 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 blah. No problem. I'll take care of you. And I probably was higher priced than the last person, but they couldn't get to them to Monday. And I was like, you know what? I'll be there four o'clock Friday afternoon, you know, or hey, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and do this tomorrow morning, Saturday morning for you. I'll get you taken care of, you know, so that's an inspection that I got that somebody else could have got because they're like, oh, I don't want to work weekend or I don't want to work too late. So you've got to be willing to work hours that are weird. I have actually been to an inspection at six o'clock in the morning. Okay. I had an inspection scheduled at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday and I had nothing. I was packed up. Right. And they're like, we have to have this done in five days. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it six o'clock Wednesday morning. They're like, what? And I was like, I'm going to do it six o'clock Wednesday morning. You don't have to be there. You don't have to be there until eight o'clock, nine o'clock or whatever, but I'm going to get there at six o'clock in the morning. And it was dark when I got there, right? It was dark, but I went ahead and turned the lights on the inside. I did all the inside. I did it reverse what I normally do. I did the inside inspection, got all of it done. And then I came to the outside once the lights come or the sun came up and I did the roof and I did the outside. Um, then they, they finally showed up and I went over everything and I was able to get an extra inspection in, you know, just by doing that. Um, I've done an inspection to where I've got there just before dark, got the outside and the roof done. There's lights on the inside of a house. You can finish it up, you know, so you got to be willing to be flexible because that really impresses real estate agents because they're like, man, this guy, if I want to try to win this bid and do like a three day inspection period, I know I can call David with Firebase and he'll figure out a way to get me in. And so that right there has, has retained a lot of my agents. Um, j just, you know, obviously there's other things, but that's one of the things they really love about me is I'll figure out a way to get them in. Um, so here's the other one. Answer your stinking phone. Um, that is something that I cannot believe. I've, I've heard this before. I was watching a Ben Gramico marketing video that said that he could not believe how many inspectors we called and didn't answer the phone off the InterNACHI thing. So I had a friend of mine that was moving up to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, she's part of a marketing group that I'm with. And she was like, hey, uh, do you know any inspectors up there? I was like, I do not, but I know I'm gonna look for an InterNACHI certified inspector. So I'll find one for you. So I get on InterNACHI site and I look up the zip code and had started calling home inspectors. You would not believe I called 14 people before the first person answered the phone. No. 14 people. How are people making money not answering the phone, you know? Um, and, and here's the thing. I skipped by those people that didn't have websites, you know, because I remember watching a marketing video. Good banger maker said, said, listen, if you don't have a website on there, I'm going to skip right past you. So I started thinking to myself, if, if I'm going to refer my friend to this person, if you don't have a, if, if you don't have a website, then you don't care enough about your business. Right? So I skipped by those. So these are 14 people that had websites that didn't answer the phone. The 15th person answered the phone and I was like, all right, so I'll, I'll uh, talk to her and, and send her, you know, her your information. And so I go to look him up and he's got a 3.4 rating out of five stars. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't refer my friend to this person. So one of those 14 people finally called me back. Right. So I answered and he was like, oh yeah, I have I, no problem. No problem. I'm sorry. I missed your phone call. I was like, oh, it's okay. It's understandable. Glad you called me back. And I was like, so I'm going to send her, I'm going to give her your number. You can, you can talk with her. He was like, all right, well, can you, uh, uh, what I need you to do, I need you to have her 
send me her name, text me, text me her name, text me what address it is, text me this. And I'm like, listen, bud, I'm a business owner like you. I'm not your secretary. So if you called me saying that one of your friends were moving down here, I would say, have her call me right now and I will schedule this for her. I would not be asking you to be my secretary to give me all this information, you know, give her all this information. I said, so I'm going to have her call you. And he was like, well, you know, if tell her if I don't answer to send me a text. And I was like, you know what, bud, she won't be calling you. So I ended up having to just Google a home inspector in the area, you know, that's got great ratings. And I gave it to her and I told her, I'm sorry, you know, I, I failed you as far as the internet inspector, but here's a five-star rated person that got a lot of five stars. So I tried my best, you know, cause I'm an internet, you know, certified inspector myself, but it's, you don't answer the phone. How do you expect to have, listen, here's what's funny, Kevin. I have, uh, agents that would first started using me when I would call them for something like a key code or house code or something like that, they wouldn't answer the phone. I'd sit there and wait, but they have used me so many times and they know this. As soon as they call me, I'm picking up the phone, me picking up the phone every single time, every single time. Right now, when I call, they all answer the phone right away. So I'm starting to trend with them. They understand that, Hey, it's only fair. If I'm calling him, he answers. Even if I'm in front of a customer, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say, hold on a second, answer the phone. Okay, that's fine. Can I call you back in five minutes? I'm talking with the client. That's how I do it, right? So, so you hear my voice and you know I'm going to call you back, right? Um, now they do the same thing. They're like, hey, I'm on a showing right now. Can I call you back? Yes, you sure can. You know what I'm saying? So at the first, they didn't do that. So it's kind of cool how I've kind of, you know, they know I do it for them. So they do it for me. It's kind of a, I scratch your back, you scratch my back thing. So answer your phone. That's, that's very important to me, all right? And here's another one, the last one I'm gonna give, and we can go doing something else, is uh, you gotta have a great support team around you, okay? Um, I, my last video, my last YouTube video speaks about this. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see this or not. I was doing an inspection on an empty home. I'm gonna read it, read it to you, but, hmm. and this I found this on a windowsill, right? Sitting on a windowsill, um, and it says, even the greatest of wells is helpless in the middle of a desert. And so I kind of live by that, not that exact saying, but the, a lot of problems that I find, and I've spoken to a few home inspectors, I say a few, I've spoken quite a bit, but it's like every time I talk to one, they know everything there is to know. It's like, I know this, I know that, I know this, I know that. Don't forget your support team, okay? Um, like me, my support team is my wife. You know, she just just left the school system. She's helping me full time now. This is this is Firebase's uh, uh, home. You know, th this is our home right here. This is our home office. You know, uh, that we're building. It's still kind of under construction, but she's going to be working here full time. You know, help helping me with scheduling inspections, helping me with all the kinds of stuff. Right now, she's going through Spectora because I'm not very good on when I'm adding something in while I'm on the inspection. I'll like put on the, instead of T-H-E to be T-H-R because I'm fat thumbing it out there in the uh -huh. field. So she's going through it, cleaning up all that stuff for me, um, which is nice. Um, she's going to be eventually helping me answer the phones. I'm not going to put that on her right now, but when she gets comfortable and have her answer the phone, she's going to get internet certified as well. That way she can talk to the client and, and know what she's talking about whenever she's explaining stuff. Um, and that way we thought about hiring somebody this year because we've got that busy. But instead, I told her, I was like, why don't we just pull you out of the school system and you can help me with the office stuff. And that's going to free me up to do a few more inspections every day or, you know, 
four or five more a week or whatever. Um, and then maybe next year, beginning of next year, we'll look at hiring somebody. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you've got to make sure you got the support team. You know, um, I, I, the, one of the things that agents love about me is if they don't have a referral for somebody, they'll call me, they'll call me, they'll call me eight o'clock at night. They'll call me at seven in the morning and be like, Hey, do you know a roofer? Hey, do you know uh, somebody for insurance? Hey, do you know this? Do you know that? And I have a referral for pretty much everything because I'm part of a, of, a, of, a, of a marketing group called BNI. So um, I can I can say yes. And the cool thing about most of the people I know in BNI is when you call them, they answer the phone. You know, so I got a roofing guy that if I'm on the roof and I see it's bad and I know I'm going to have to tell the client they're going to get it replaced before closing or whatever. Um, the first thing I do is I get my little wheel out and I'll do the measurements and then I'll text it to him and call him and say, give me a quote real quick, please. He'll get to me in less than 30 minutes. So <clears throat> that way I can look good in front of the client and the agents. And here is your estimate if from a roofing company. Um, it may vary a couple hundred dollars here or there, but here's your estimate. Um, that way you can get your money, you know, $10,000 off your, your denim or whatever it may be um, from the sellers without having to deal with it yourself here here's here's proof from a from a roofing company you know and it also helps him because then they can call him and say hey we need to go and get the roof replaced or whatever um and that company actually there's three companies that actually use me exclusively for their for the roof inspections so they go replace the roof they have it in the in the client's you know clause that they pay not the client but the roofing company pays me to go do the roof inspection it does two things it gives them a free wind mitigation inspection, turn it through an insurance company to get a you know premium uh, reduction. And I do the actual inspection with my boots on the roof to tell that roofing company, your guys messed up on this. And then they'll come back out and fix it. So it's kind of helping them out as well. Um, and so that that's pretty cool how that works. I got about five insurance agents, agencies that refer me to all their clients. They just say, you've got to call David, call David, call David. So it's, it's, it's growing that way to where it's like, I just meet this person and it just flourishes, you know, it just takes off and, and, and without any, I'm not doing any advertising. I see people out there advertising all the time. Um, and most people just skip right by those sponsored ads. They're going to go to that number one home inspector. And in my area, I'm number one. So um, I've worked very hard to get here. And I'm not, I'm not relinquishing it. <laughs> and the cool part about my area is it's growing. They're building houses like crazy. So three to five years from now, those people are going to be selling those houses. The new people are going to be coming in. They're going to be Googling home inspector near me. Firebase home inspection is number one. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, I just wanted to give a little insight on how to retain your agents, uh, how I've been retaining my agents. And, and mostly it's just about doing your job, doing your job. Don't scare their clients. Uh, go above and beyond when you get get the chance. Uh, be willing to do inspections at any time or any day. Uh, answer your phone and have a good support team. So that's about that's what I got as far Man, as that goes. This is what I love about a majority of those is that it's rooted in who you are and what your values are, just how you conduct yourself around people, how helpful you are, because that's not a magic bullet that some people want to hear. Some people want to just say, Oh, you just do a newsletter, send them this dude, you know, go buy and drop cookies and just being helpful. It makes me think of my dad. Cause my dad's one of those guys where he can't walk by like a baseboard or a broken door or anything that's scuffed. Like he just has to help. He's just one of those helpful people where 
he'll turn a screw if he sees it loose as opposed to being like, ah, I'm not here to do that. Or that's not my job. And that made me think of him when you said, just be helpful because people remember that. And I think that that's a huge theme for me when I think of you is people remember how you, how they, like how you made them feel as opposed to, Oh, he sends me an email every week. So what? Like there's no emotion attached to that as opposed to like you looking at someone's sprinkler system, they might be like, damn, that was helpful. He didn't have to do that. Like that, I think that's a great example. So, you know, you know, that's the thing, Kevin. Is I hear that all the time. The emails, uh, taking bottles of wine, uh, you know, doing all these lunch and learns. I've done a few lunch and learns, but I don't, I don't waste my my time or money on all that stuff. You know, the only times I've really done a lunch and learn, other than maybe one or two, is when the agency invited me in there to do it. Sure. You know. Um, and, and that's the thing is they see that all the time. You were an agent at one time, you're a real estate agent, you know, all these tactics that the home inspectors do. Binger Miko has been one of the, one of the, I have, I mean, a lot of what I'm doing is when I watch Binger Miko be different. Okay. It's not hard for me to be different because I'm already different. I'm already, I'm not your typical home inspector. I always tell people I'm not a home inspector. I'm just a very friendly person just happens to do home inspections. Um, and that's the thing is I'm already different and people see that from the very start. And it's like, people are drawn to that. Um, and it's not, you know, it's funny cause you know, my wife's like, don't be giving up secrets, you know, to what we're doing and stuff like that. But it's not a secret thing. This is not secrets. And you know what? You can't be me right? You can't be me. So you might not be able to do what I do. You know, you may have to figure out your own thing. It's just who I am. And it just seems to attract people more and more. Um, and, and it's, it's working great. It's working great. I mean, we're, we're very blessed. So I like that though. And everyone has to lean into their strengths and who they are and their experiences and upbringing all play into who we are and how we show up every day. Right. And how we connect with people. And so, um, if nothing else, it's a call to people to say, like, look within, look at your skill sets, look at how you connect with people, what you have in common, and continually try and grow yourself. And uh, in that, that's the key, I think. And that's the hard answer, because it's not a tactic you read in a book, <laughs> you know, and what you just gave is, to me, the hunger, the hunger ones also kind of excites me to hear where some people need to decide why they're doing this. Do you want to grow and be successful and make six figures and beyond and grow your team? Or do you want a lifestyle business where you can have your cake and eat it too? Because it doesn't work that way. I, I think agents yeah. want to work with people that are in the business and that will answer their damn phone. And so that one to me really resonated. Um, you know, even the first couple of years of Spectora, I had no work-life balance because I didn't want a work-life balance. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to grow a company and win <laughs> and win people over. And I think that's for first year inspectors listening. I think it takes that level of intensity to get there. And I, yep. I think you, you're, you're a great example of that and you're still going. And so that's, you know, you can optimize for work-life balance in a couple of years, right? When you have multiple inspectors, multiple admins. Um, yeah. I, I had, I had, like I was telling you, I had so many inspectors calling me after that last podcast and if you remember there towards the end of the podcast, I said, call me, give me, try me, you know what I'm saying? Call me, I'll answer the phone. <laughs> and it's so many have called me and they're like, man, you do answer the you phone. You did answer. You, know? you followed through. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is it's normal to me. I can't stand a phone ringing. 
You know, I can't, I, my phone's never on silent. You know, I can't stand it ringing. I'm going to answer the phone. And I'm like, yeah, I answer the phone. You know, the other guy's like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to get a hold of you. I'm like, yeah, that's my phone. <laughs> and that so, is different nowadays because people don't expect anyone to answer the phone. So it's hilarious to me that just by answering the phone, you are differentiating yourself in a world yeah. where no one answers the phone anymore. Yeah. And then, and then I get these guys, they're like, Hey, I just started, I guess a certified, you know, I'm this one guy, I'm not going to say areas of where they're at, but he was like, I've been doing this for uh, about four months now and I'm just not getting, you know, uh, what, you know, what did you do to get your first few, you know, I I've done this training. I'm advancing this, I'm advancing that I'm advancing this, blah, 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 blah. And he talked to me for like 10 minutes about all his certifications. And I was like, Hey bud, there's your problem. It's not about the certifications you've got. It's about who you are. It's about how you carry yourself and, how, and, and you know, how you deal with your, your clients and, and, you know, how you talk to your agents. It's not about what you know. If you're going up to these agents and saying, here, I'm certified in this. I knew this. I knew that. And that's your problem. You know, <laughs> you just got to say, you got to stop and say, hey, my name's David Scruggs. I'm the owner of Firebase Home Inspections. Um, what kind of inspections do you need? Or, you know, what, what are you looking for in a home inspector? You know, get them talking to you. You know, don't be telling that they hear this all the time. You know, this other guy called me. He's like, hey, I've been doing this for a month and I've only gotten two phone calls. I'm like, well, that's not bad. You've only been doing it a month. I was like, I only got a couple phone calls my first month. Yeah. You know, you got to be patient. You know, and he was like, well, I got certified in this and that. And I was like, listen, I'm hearing this from all the new guys who have been calling me. Not all of them, but a lot of them want to tell me how smart they are and how long they've been a contractor or how long they've been doing this. And I'm like, listen, it's not about how much, you know, it's about how you carry yourself. That's mm. what the agents want. They want somebody that's going to be there and responsive and good with their clients. They not one time has anybody ever asked me, what are you certified in or <laughs> who, who certified you? You know, it, it's, it's just that that's, it just boggles my mind, you know, and I had this guy that's been around here. I went to my son's uh, end of the year, school year thing. And he was like, Hey, I seen you. He's another bigger company around here. He, and he's the owner. He was like, I seen you inspector podcast. And he hands me this crinkled card. He was like, Hey, call me anytime. I'm looking at the card. I'm like, it's a crinkled card. How are you handing people crinkled cards? You don't have a good card in your pocket to give somebody, you know, it's, it's about it. That's the thing is, is I think a lot of people have gotten too comfortable around here and we're sneaking up on them as a small company. We are sneaking up on them because they've gotten too comfortable. They've gotten too big. And they've forgotten where they were. And the thing about Firebase Home Inspections is we're never going to forget how we started. You know, I've told all my real estate agents that when I do hire somebody to do inspections, he's going to do my insurance inspections only for at least six months or so. Y'all never seen. It's still going to be me doing inspection with you. And even if he does do one of your inspections, especially if it's one of my clients has been or my agents has been with me from the beginning, even if he does inspection, I'm going to be there with him, you know. I don't want to lose that relationship because that's where a lot of these bigger guys have forgotten where they started. Cause I hear that all the time too. You know, they just got too big. So we're looking for somebody new. I'm like, well, I'm your guy. So, you know, it's just, it just, it, it boggles me sometimes what people forget where they came from. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. Going back to basics. I think people have gotten too comfortable with the, the bull market that we've been through and uh, it's opening up lanes for people like yourself though, where the fundamentals matter and, uh, and you're winning and I'm happy for you, brother. Yeah. It's awesome, man. And let, let me tell you something. Last year we had talked about, you know, me competing with these bigger companies and uh, we weren't ready to pull the trigger quite yet on you guys helping us with the website. But I started looking into things, ways that I can grow the business more, you know, the mold testing and things like that. So this year when we go to renew, we're definitely having you guys do our website from now on. Um, so we've gotten to the point where we're getting afford it with no problem now. That's great. New <laughs> so, level, new level. Um, new. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I, I want to step that game up there on that end. Yeah. Um, I don't get a whole lot of people that go online and schedule and, and I'm okay with that. I want, I want the website to be look pretty and professional for when people go, it looks pretty good right now, but you know, I want to look, I want to take that game higher. So when somebody does look me up on Google and they look at my website, they see how pretty and how nice it is and give them information. But for the most part, people don't go and schedule online. Um, they call me and that's kind of how I like it. So, um, you know, we're, we're talking about growing and I know eventually I'm going to have to give that up a little bit, but I've told all, all my, my real estate agents, you call me. Even if I do get my wife to where she's answering the phone or whatever it may be, you can call me anytime you want. I'm going to answer the phone. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm having you guys do the website this year. Um, I've lost 35 pounds. I don't know if you can notice that in the face at all. <laughs> you look good. But since the last time, yeah, if you go look at the old video, guys, you'll see I've lost quite a bit of weight, but yeah, I've lost 35 pounds. So, yeah, so I'm trying to look image-wise, you know, fire-based home inspections. When I go out places, I don't want them to see this this chubby guy, this almost 300-pound guy, and say, how's he getting addicts? You know, even though I was one of the few getting in the addicts at almost 300 right, pounds. right. <laughs> But yeah, I'm down to 245 now. So my goal is to get down 200. And uh, so I'm going to continue moving on that. So I'm, I'm just trying to improve every facet of my life, you know. Um, and it's it's been an amazing ride. That My number one goal this year was to get my wife out of the school system to help me full-time. We've accomplished that. So she's helping me full-time now. We're going to homeschool our little seven-year-old. Um, and uh, and that's that, that was my goal for this year. And to hit double the amount of inspections, which I'm going to be past that. Um, revenue wise, it's we're, we're kicking butt. So, um, Hey guys, David had a power outage, I believe in his house. And so there's a little bit of an abrupt ending there, but we were close to wrapping up anyway. Um, so that's, uh, the, the reason for the sudden ending. So, um, one thing in, in parting that I want to leave with you guys, if you have someone or know an inspector, it doesn't even have to be an inspector. It can be a growth team member. Um, an agent, um, an admin, anyone in your network that you know um, that has a great story to tell or has insight or um, anything in this industry that you feel like would be a good story to tell, definitely send them our way. Um, shoot us an email and we'd love to have them on the pod or you yourself um, if there's any areas where you feel like you're strong in or any areas you just want to really talk about and get out there. So um, thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time.